Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Yesterday, St. Louis County Police Chief John Belmar announced his retirement. The announcement came four months after a $20 million jury verdict against the county. Police Sergeant Keith Wildhaber had sued after being repeatedly denied promotions and being told to tone down his, quote, gayness. Some county officials had called for Belmar's resignation. And later that same day, again, this is yesterday, the county announced it had settled Wildhaber's case. Here is County Executive Sam Page at the press conference discussing that settlement. Today, St. Louis County settled a discrimination lawsuit with Lieutenant Keith Wildhaber. Uh, this lawsuit acknowledges what uh, Lieutenant Wildhaber survived in the police department and lets us move forward as a county. I think it's important to recognize that this sends a message to everyone in county government and to all of our employers in the St. Louis region, that discrimination will not be tolerated. And that's St. Louis County Executive Sam Page. And joining us today to talk about these two events is St. Louis Public Radio reporter Rachel Lipman, who had quite a busy day yesterday. Rachel, welcome to the show. Glad to be here, Sarah. So two pieces of news yesterday involving the St. Louis County Police Department. Were these two things directly related? No. John Belmar's retirement was not part of the settlement agreement that St. Louis County reached with now Lieutenant Wildhaber. Now, did the pressure from the verdict and the fact that Belmar would have played a role in promotions and in hiring, that, yes, possibly, but it was not part of the settlement deal that Chief Belmar would be retiring. It was not required as part of the settlement. So what do we know about this Wildhaber settlement? It is a $10.25 million settlement, and his attorneys will get about a third of that. That's usually pretty standard for attorney's fees. Now, the original jury verdict back in October was nearly $20 million. Under state law, they were likely not going to end up having to pay that much. There are caps on punitive damages in the state. Uh, they figured it would be about $12.75 million. Interestingly enough, back in 2017 or 2018, I'm going to quickly check a timeline here that was provided to us by St. Louis County Executive. Back in, excuse me, actually in 2019, Wild Haber's attorneys had approached then St. Louis County Executive Steve Stanger with an offer to settle for $850,000 mm. and Wild Haber's immediate promotion to lieutenant. That settlement was never responded to by the county attorney and it fell by the wayside, and about three and a half weeks later, the then county executive was indicted. So this the promotion to lieutenant that uh, Mr. Wildhaber received was, again, not part of this specific settlement, but it had been talked about before. Okay. So we know even though it's not $20 million, it's still a pretty big chunk of money. What do we know about how the county plans to come up with this money? So we know that uh, County Executive Page has ruled out using Proposition P, which is that voter-approved sales tax that is supposed to go for public safety purposes. He has directed his Office of Administration that that pot of money will not be touched to pay for the settlement. The plan is that the county will sell bonds, will go into debt to pay off this verdict so that the impact on the budget is smaller each year. You're dealing with bond payments rather than a huge lump sum. And then hopefully their plan is they file claims with their insurance companies and they hope to be able to then pay off the bonds faster or to reimburse some other sort of insurance funds they already have with the insurance payouts. So this is, I mean... 
I just I can't remember another time when I know of a government agency having to take out bonds to pay a jury settlement. This seems fairly unusual. I can't say one way or the other whether bonds to pay off a settlement is an unusual thing. Now, deadlines may be playing into the need to kind of get going quickly. The first payment of $7 million, and this is going to be split between Lieutenant Wildhaber and his attorneys, is due April 10th. So they have to come up with $7 million by April 10th, 2020. The final payment of about $3.25 million is due in January of 2021. So they may have been able to settle all the insurance issues by that time. But to get to that first payment, they have to have an, an access to a flow of money. So Wildhaber has gotten his promotion. He's going to be getting a nice chunk of change here pretty soon. Let's talk about his former chief. When is Chief Belmar actually stepping down? April 30th will be his last day on the force. That's interesting timing. That's right around the time that Wildhaber's getting that first payment. I think those two things are probably true, true, and unrelated. Uh, the settlement date is April 10th. And again, they were negotiating this back in, in January was when this sort of settlement that was reached with the Wildhaber case was was entered into confidentially until they could dot the I's and cross the T's. It may be just kind of one of those things where, you know, it may be an anniversary for him in terms of his hiring. I don't know that there's any significance to the April 30th date other than it is a round number. It gives the police board a chance to begin to ramp up the search process for a new chief without the transition being too rocky. Now, our colleague Julie Donahue, a reporter at St. Louis Public Radio, spoke yesterday with the new head of the police board, and that's former Missouri Supreme Court Justice Ray Price. He declined to say whether the board had discussed removing Belmar since it got so many new members, which happened in December. Here's what he said about what may have prompted Belmar's departure. There have been rumors, but this is the chief's decision. I am sure he is mindful of all the events that have taken place. So that's uh, former Missouri Supreme Court Justice Ray Price. Do you think there was some pretty heavy pressure on Belmar to resign? Where the pressure was coming from, it's not clear. Were there conversations kind of, you know, among police board members, indications given to Belmar to say, hey, you know, do this or... I doubt it. I suspected as the pressure, as this came out, as the Wildhaber verdict came out and the conversations around Belmar's role in this began to play out, that his retirement would probably happen. I thought it would be sooner than it was. But mm. the fact that he is retiring is not surprising. He has more than enough time on the force plus his age to be fully vested in his pension. And as... Um, uh, as County Executive Page also pointed out last night, six years is not an awfully short time, long time to be the chief of police. That's about the average term for the chiefs in the St. In the uh, St. Louis County. So we heard that audio there from Ray Price, who's the head of the police board. What kind of power does the police board have in terms of letting go one chief and bringing on a new one versus, say, County Executive Sam Page? So it is the police board that makes the hiring and firing decisions of the chief of police. He they are sort of his direct supervisors. Uh, County Executive Page has the indirect role of he has appointed four of the five members of the police board. So presumably they are all on the same page in terms of what they want to see, no pun intended there, in terms of what they want to see in a chief. Uh, the county executive has made it clear that he thinks there are internal candidates that would be good chiefs. Uh, there is no requirement that it comes from within the county police department, but it has been a tradition that in the past 
past, insiders have been elevated to the role of chief. Now, one of the people you spoke with yesterday following the Belmar announcement was John Bowman. He's president of the NAACP of St. Louis County, and he called this change with Belmar going to be leaving in April, uh, quote, an excellent step forward. He also added this. In my opinion, I think this is a great time to send out a strong message to the community and uh, select someone uh, of color. And that's John Bowman, who's the president of the NAACP of St. Louis County. Do we know if, if there's any high-ranking officers inside the department who might be considered a good candidate for this who are people of color? There are two black men who are lieutenant colonels, which would be the rank below the police chief. One of them is uh, Kenneth Gregory. He was actually a finalist for the chief when John Belmar was promoted back in 2014. The other individual is a name that some people who pay attention to St. Louis County politics and government have probably heard recently. And that's Lieutenant Colonel Troy Doyle. He was the interim head of Justice Services, which runs the jail, and was sort of brought in to run damage control, make some changes uh, to after there were a number of inmate deaths at the St. Louis County Jail. Those are the two individuals who are the highest ranking of color. When you get down to the level of captain, which would be sort of that management rank below uh, lieutenant colonel, there are 18 of them. Three of them are men of color. There are no women of color at the rank of captain or above right now in the St. Louis County Police Department. And that had been a concern of groups like the Ethical Society of Police, the NAACP, is just the lack of diversity among the command staff of the St. Louis County Police Department. There has never been a black chief in St. Louis County's 60-plus year history. So give us just a brief overview. Um, what will have to happen for the next chief to be uh, chosen and, the, and this to be a final selection? The St. Louis Board of Police, St. Louis County Board of Police Commissioners will meet. Uh, they'll you know, determine what their hiring process is going to look like, if they want to stay internal, if they want to go and search nationally for, you know, or cast a broad net for these candidates, whether they hire before Chief Belmar leaves office or they hire to start the day after he leaves or if there's an interim chief still isn't clear, there will be meeting later this month to kind of begin the discussion of that process. But the decision is made by these five members of the Board of Police Commissioners. Okay. And so the county council, um, any role they might have would just be in terms of public pressure like anyone else. Sure. Yeah. They can advocate for their choices privately, publicly, et cetera. But it is the Board of Police Commissioners that makes the final hiring decision of the new St. Louis County Police Chief. Well, Rachel Lippman of St. Louis Public Radio, thank you for giving us that crash course in everything going on with the St. Louis County Police Department. Happy to do it, Sarah. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.